Mechaleka High, Mecha Handjob in the Cario. Welcome to Beer Plus 3, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is Rick Anderson, the very man responsible for the style of music called polka. Polka is best known as the whitest music on the planet, and a style of music only Ava Braun could strip to. Also joining us is Mechaleka Man, the Furiosa of Funk, it's Mike Zamora. Hello there, good morning. We are, ew, we know, it's June 7, 2015, and we are Beer Plus 3, short, sweet, to the point. I'm, let's just get this thing going. God damn it. Get out and push. Get it you notice I haven't really taken off my glasses because things no. hurt. Things look, hurt bad. You, <laughs> emotionally? Is that what you mean? Yeah, you? yeah, pretty much. I'm trying to hide behind the shades like all those hipsters out there. Yeah. Trying to hide your feelings from the rest of the yes, world. Yes, yes. I get it. My eyes are the windows to my very deeply pitted and wow. scarred soul. I didn't know we were going to turn into a <laughs> lifetime movie. No, no, that would be uh, you know oh, people you're... cheating on one another and then or, fi- finding love in the end, or, or having to argue over. And the only one that's going to find love in the end is Mike. So <laughs> I always find love. <laughs> you know, I had the opposite the reaction end. waking up this morning and running out of the house trying to get here on time. It was so sunny, and you know, I had my sunglasses on. I threw them in the back seat. Fuck that! I'm driving in. It's such a fantastic day. You know, I mean, this we got mm-hmm. s- summer weather, and I'm driving in. I'm like, I spent eight hours driving yesterday, and I'm like, oh, this driving is so much fun. Wouldn't it be a good day to just go for a drive and have your lady behind you and give you a hand job while you're driving? <laughs> I mean, just, you know, I think people everywhere should just get in their cars and drive. Go for a nice long drive. Yeah. So you like to you like long drives? Is that what you're saying? I like long drives. But no, you know, he mostly just likes hand jobs. But <laughs> he know. also likes to drive, apparently. You know, the, 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 no, but the, the truth of the matter is, is, I haven't gotten that hand job while driving since I was probably 19. But you know, it's it's something that I you know I'm sitting there going, God, why can't I be 19 forever? I mean, you know, that would be been fantastic if you yeah. old people just stop giving hand jobs. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Yeah, because it's well, kind of boring. Tired. For everyone you get else. tired when you get older. You get a little carpal tired, tunnel, you know, people. Carpal carp- fucking that's tunnel. That's right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You don't have to end up at the doctor trying to explain that one. It's like, well, how did you get carpal tunnel on a road trip? <laughs> well, well, here's a story for you, Doc. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you you are you do you you like doing long road trips, right? I do. I, I enjoy driving. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I don't mind I have, either. I have no problem with driving. I know a lot of a lot of people just you know. When they go someplace, they'd rather fly. Me, I'm not such a big fan yeah. of flying necessarily. I, you know, I'd rather get in my car and drive. Yeah. As long as I don't have to sit in Seattle or Bellevue traffic, then yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, that drives me crazy. Um, I, I, I like road trips. Um, I have a family, though, that does not like road trips. <laughs> Maybe if you got like a comfortable car like the Vox Oh, Rome. God, man. Don't, I would don't. love road trips if someone else would fucking drive. Yeah. Like when we went to Portland when you guys kidnapped me, I was yeah. awesome. I didn't have to drive. It was oh, that's best. right. You did none of the driving on that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was Y'all were a victim to my uh, boxed-in kind of person here. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I don't know who gave him a cheese. Oh, God. Now, me, basically. I'm the one who stopped in, uh, at the sandwich place and said, hey, let's get sandwiches. I didn't think to put any restrictions on what you could have on the sandwich, so we paid the price. <laughs> hey, the, the sandwiches were already boxed. You just had to choose one. Actually, you didn't do anything until we got to the first stop. 
and, and then you got he out of changed the it to our car. Well, no, but he he it's like he he, he let off a goodbye bomb in the car before he then then so we got hit with that when we got it's in. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. <laughs> got to leave a little bit of yourself behind everywhere you go. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't want your legacy to fade too quick. No, that's true. That's true. You want people to remember you. You want Good. something to people Ooh. to think about. So that's you know that's why you know you want the good big comfortable car for those long car rides because you know your whole family's going to be passing gas. You got road food in you, right? <laughs> you have been stopping at these little stops and you know everybody's got to vent out a little bit, release some of that pressure. So you got to have that roof that opens, the windows down. Well, you know, luckily you have the the weather on right. your side. Yeah, exactly. Really- Mm. Exactly. We, it was just you know fantastic weather for a car ride, and you know my wife will actually take turns driving, so it's not that big of a deal. You know, if I oh, that sit, must be nice. If I want to sit shotgun, uh, you know, I could sit shotgun. So tell us about what you went. What was the road trip for? What did you guys do? Oh, we spent a few days on the road going to see one of our favorite bands, Neutral Milk Hotel. It's yeah. a band from the '80s, essentially, that broke up for about 15 years and then started touring in the last couple of years. And this is their second run through, and they yeah. say they're done for the foreseeable future. So we got to see them twice last year. We seen them in Vancouver, BC, and in Seattle. This year we did Seattle and Spokane. Yeah. Oh, it was Seattle, not Portland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Seattle and, and Spokane. Where did they play in Seattle? They played at the Paramount, which is a really, oh, nice. well, you know, you say nice, and it might have been nice for other bands, but this band, it's too big of a venue for them. You know, mm. they didn't look comfortable. They weren't playing at their best. And worst of all, you know, I, I don't know what happened in Seattle. The the age demographic went down. I'm standing in line. Yeah. This is a band from the 90s, mind you, that hasn't had any radio play in 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the, literally the <laughs> oldest guy in line. I'm looking down. There's a guy with white hair down, but he's, he's, his facial features, is, is he's got like this little baby face. I'm like, well, he probably just grayed early because he does... <laughs> He's maybe my age, but I'm pretty sure I'm the oldest one standing here. Yeah, but you know, you want to cling on to uh, the fact that you're not the oldest person in line, right? That's right. Like, you focus on that guy. <laughs> That's looks funny. Like looks like a 62 or something. Right. Uh, but, you so know, they're attracting a younger, yeah, younger. Crowd? Yeah, obviously a, a much younger demographic. I mean, there's some of the, yeah. the older people, and, and maybe I just didn't see. You know, once we get in, the venue starts filling up. You know, it's not everybody that gets to the show an hour early to get in line. I you know, understand it's probably yeah. going to be the youthful people who don't mind standing for an hour, which, you know, for the most part is not people like me. Most people like me, they show up after the opening band and go upstairs and sit down. Yeah. Um, I like to stand in the front as, you know, I think we've covered this on the podcast yeah, before. Yeah. So we get there early and, you know, stand in line with the kids. And I didn't, I, there, was, there was somebody close to my age that had their teenage kid with. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> nice. So a multi generational thing, but yeah, it was. It was you know the Seattle show just wasn't all that that great. You know they they mm-hmm. just didn't look comfortable on the stage. They had two opening bands and and the the middle set. Man, they played the sleepy time music. It was two guys on guitars, which you know they were fantastic singers. Sleepy time music? What's that? Yeah, they just played you know uh, guitar duets oh, and singing. Oh, oh. I was like, this okay. is not really the kind of music that's amping you up and preparing <laughs> you for a neutral milk hotel show. And I get that they're friends with the band. Like these guys came up together. You know, the, the one guy who's out there playing with his partner on the yeah. guitar. You know, they're the guys that started the the Elephant Six Collective that all these bands are a member of. Yeah. So I get his importance in his you know in being there, but it's like, dude, you're totally not playing the right kind. <laughs> <laughs> to get this show going, yeah. So everybody's ready to take a nap in the middle, and you know, if you're a few drinks in by that point, and and you know, the the funniest thing about the the Seattle show was my wife. I get up to go get a drink, use the can before uh, Neutral Milk comes on the stage, and she's like, "Oh, you better hurry back." 
you know, I'm, I'm holding your spot here, but everybody's crowding in. Oh. And and I text her back while I'm standing in line. I go, I'm 20 years older than everybody here. I outweigh them by 100 pounds. Who the fuck do you think is not getting out of my way? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just going to use my dad voice, and the C is going to bark. <laughs> I know. I was just imagining that scene from Princess Bride. Move! And it just parts like the red freaking C. Who left the cap off the toothpaste? <laughs> Everybody just parts. Wasn't me. Move Wasn't or me. you're grounded. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting, though, that they that they draw a younger crowd. They're always one of those bands that was just out on the periphery. I, I mean, I've, I've heard of them. I'd never I, heard I'd, of them until... Yeah, introduced me to him. Well, I'd heard the name. Ago. I had no. I had never actually bothered to listen to him until Mike mentioned him once, and then I, I looked They're them really up. Good. And, yeah, they are actually pretty good. But um, they they've always kind of been out on the edge. Yeah, and it's you, interesting. You know, the thing about it was is, is the uh, the lead artist there is kind of uh, they're all they're all very artistic and and. Uh, you know, he just kind of, you know, they started to get some heat and some steam, and he just couldn't handle the pressure. And rather than do a Kurt Cobain and, and fall down that hole, I guess, you know, he just, you know, let's we're not playing anymore. We're done. Yeah. And 15 years later, I mean, you know, I mean, somebody obviously convinced them to get out there and start touring again. They haven't made any new albums, which is okay. I mean, they're two and a half albums that they have or fantastic pieces of art but well, obviously yeah. they're still attracting a crowd so i mean <laughs> well i'm just I'm, as long I'm, as they're making money yeah. i mean i'm curious about the fact that they're drawing a younger listenership i think was the, kind of the, the paramount the full? That, that. yeah no they 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 don't not sell out a show okay. i mean the paramount Good sold out in less than an hour yeah huh yeah so interesting. wow interesting. That's a, it is a bigger venue yeah it's a nice venue and i i don't think i've wait no i saw pearl jam there i saw yeah. pearl jam there Back in the 90s, yeah. but I mostly went to plays there. And yeah, it's, it's great it's, for plays. Oh, that's what, yeah, Mike was plays. saying that earlier. They took they took out all the seats, though, so I don't know if they're going to be doing plays there anymore, unless they mm-hmm. have a method for putting them well, back. Last time I was there, I watched uh, uh, the PAX D&D Live. Yeah. Where the, was it all standing and there was Scott no Scott Kurtz and Will Wheaton and a couple other people were up there. The guys from Penny Arcade were up there playing D&D, and, yeah. and Mike Merles from, from Wizards of the Coast was their DM, and they all dressed up. It was hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, they had... They, they had like folding chairs throughout the whole bottom. Thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because huh. I, couldn't, I couldn't figure out what they were going to do for the like, older what crowd. What happened to if they all do the chairs? It was weird. <laughs> and it was funny because people kept moving closer and kind of gathering around, moving their chairs yeah. around. So, yeah, it was, it's, a great, it's a cool venue for, to see plays in. I, yeah. That's where I for saw music, a lot of plays. It, you, for music, with the floor cut open like that, you know, I imagine it's, it's a great uh, venue for seeing music now. Uh, you know, I just you know the band just didn't look comfortable in that big of a set, and you know, I mean, this is a guy who's already kind of uh, the, the the artist uh, Jeff Mangum is a, you know kind of mm. a nervous guy, which was great to see him when he first started touring last year, yeah. and you could see the fear in his eyes, kind of. <laughs> and there's a couple times he would blink right and kind of you know shake his head and disbelieve and like kind of look away from the crowd because it's kind of tripping him out to be playing in front of even the Neptune, which is a much smaller club, but you can see that he's uncomfortable. Yeah. This time he looked comfortable kinda but you know he did as opposed to the Spokane show was fantastic completely different show same band you know it's funny same band next night completely different type of show like the energy is just completely what kind of venue was that in was it just a much smaller venue you know it was was a club 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 side 1500 people oh so it was really small yeah especially compared to the Paramount and uh, yeah uh, much better you know this one this one we've gotten there. They have a really cool setup where the, the the club has a 
bar in it, right? So you, if you go to the bar, you get early access, so you can go wherever the fuck you want. And mm, nice. as it being an all-ages show where there's a bunch of kids showing up, there's a very small percentage that can actually get into the, the club dining room <laughs> to have a drink. <laughs> so we got our pick of the litter. You know, I, was, I, I knew where, I, you know, I could see the, the, the mark on the floor where he was going to be standing. He's always on the right side of the stage, and then I just find his piece of tape, and we're here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I want to be in the right place when I, I flash my boobs at right. <laughs> Mike's inspecting inspecting the stage like some detective. Look for his taping, and the, his mark. Right. And the, and the stage is so small, man. I could feel the wind from the drum kit. I mean, my thing is always the drummer, right? Oh, I've, I've never, you know, the, the artist is, is good for me, but I love watching the drummers play. Yeah. And, you know, we're close the enough. Sweat flies off onto you. I can, I can feel the wind from that, that bass drum in my face as he's playing. So, yeah, it was a fantastic show. Nice. Yeah. Cool. We had a good time, and I got to try the other dicks, the dicks that shall not be mentioned. There's a dicks, there's a dicks in Spokane, and there's this, this always this oh. kind of war between the dicks in Seattle and the dicks in Spokane about who same, was first. Same company? It's not the same company. Oh, oh! I thought <laughs> it was they, like a friendly rivalry in, inside the company. But no, it's not. no, it's not. And they both do Weird. about the same kind of thing. And if you can go on the wiki and you can find some people claiming this one opened up first before this, this one, or no, this guy totally stole the idea. Yeah. But uh, Weird. It's the and same just, kind of thing, but you know what? They've got a much better graphics. Their artwork is so. Fantastic. What you're saying is this is McDowell's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is McDowell's in Spokane. But honestly, their fries are better, their burgers are better, and their shakes are better. Ooh. I'm sorry, Dick's is not that good Ooh. to begin with. No, they're not. But Five Guys is better than Dick's. yeah. But yeah. They're, oh, they're, yeah. they're sentimental yeah. to a lot of people that grew up in Seattle. Well, they're I, Dick's is not very good, but I think the idea with them is that it's it's really quick and it's consistent and, and it's, it's cheap. Just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, you know it's after drinking food. Yeah, yeah. So oh, uh, there you go. Um, thank you. I, so, gave, I gave you a, a, a Rick pour. <laughs> so, <laughs> so War of the Dicks. Who was War of the Dicks? War of the Dicks. Game of Dicks. So, <laughs> I'm curious. I'm, I'm, you know I'm that's a gay porn out there. Somewhere. Yeah, it's got to be. I'm, I'm curious. So, um, I mean, are there places uh, online where people are actually arguing it? Yeah. Who, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you can go online and. and oh, uh, see, I got to look that and, up. And, and, you know, they'll go back and forth about which one's better and who started it all, yeah, and yeah. all this and that. And that's uh, awesome. You know, it, 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 it's great. But, it, and, and, you know, growing up in Seattle, I'm one of those guys who, you know, when I go through Seattle, I like to have dicks just because that's what, you know, I kind of grew up having dicks in the area and having dicks. Dick, 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 dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, four, the, the, you know, the fourth grader in me is just having a hard of time course. Not laughing. When you get it, when you go to dicks, you get a bag of dicks. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> and you carry that bag of dicks down uh, down the street you go through fucktown and gay city <laughs> boom with your bag of dicks with your bag that's of right. dicks yeah, that's that right. was a good time man yeah, it turns out you can go to spokane and get a good dick too you know i mean seattle doesn't have the angle on it you can get some dicks in spokane that's yeah. true that's true they got some is, is it called dicks or is it just dick like dick burgers or uh, it's, it's dicks. called dicks it's okay. called dicks yeah so some some guy named dick when did these places open? I mean, was that term already in common usage? Of course, I think we just found the uh, title for our podcast, Game of Dicks. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I wrote that down as soon as we said it. Well, if you think about it, you know, the guys who opened these places up, you know, in the late 40s, early 50s or whatever it was, um, 
you know, they were probably like hot rodder. They were probably a little bit older than the hot rodders that were out there. They, you know, there was a movement in America, and yeah, yeah I think yeah. they probably knew when they were yeah, calling McDonald's. It dicks. You have dicks. That's, you yeah, have see, big that's boy. A, yeah, mean, was it was it like sort of they knew and it was like uh-huh, I can yeah. get away with calling it this. And W so started back then that. as well. Yeah. yeah, and so you had a lot of those drivers. No, but I mean places. the 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 name that the, they selected the, at the time. The, did they know was that in common usage as a slang term? Probably I, not as much. Yeah. See. I, I worked with a guy who who went by Dick for a while until a group of kids coming through the business who were on a tour mm-hmm. and the the publisher's assistant introduced him to the the kids. She this is she Dick. accidentally said a Dick's office. No, no, she said <laughs> she said, "Hey, kids, this is Dick." And as soon as he said that, all the kids just busted up laughing. And it's like they were young. So now he's Richard. Yeah, he, he changed it after that. <laughs> so I don't know. I just kind of when it, when I think of that, when I think of Dicks in Seattle, I, that always crosses my mind. I always think, did they do that on purpose, or was that so far back that it was like fairly innocent and nobody really? Uh, you know, about I'd, it? I'd like to think it wasn't, but you know, yeah. it might have been. No, it was. It was short for Richard. Yeah, and yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, Dicky. Dicky was a real name. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, <laughs> so. No, I don't think it was in proper slang use at the time. Yeah, I think that's okay. a very recent thing. So yeah, it was a, it was a real nice trip, and then after that, you know, we just woke up early and we headed back. I mean, across you know, my wife was calling it a desert. I'm pretty sure Eastern Washington is not considered desert. Um, is yeah, it? it is. It is. But it's not. Desert. It's not your it, typical. Uh, no, actually, there are parts of it where I driving. You know, when I went to Tri Cities, there's areas where you're driving through, and it's like, wow, this is like out of a. If you can, movie. if you wa- if you can drive or walk through it, and you, all you smell is sage. It's a desert. <laughs> see where we are. You, you know, you're looking out. You see potato fields, wheat. You know, I'm like, I don't see any sand. I don't know that I'm calling this a desert. Maybe, oh, maybe oh. if you go a little bit further south, yeah, that's the Columbia the, Valley, though. Yeah, yeah. but so. the majority of Eastern Washington is desert. Yeah. Yeah. So we're you know we're going back and we okay. stop in Leavenworth. She's been begging me for years to go. To, well, I wouldn't say begging. She's wanted to go to Leavenworth. Leavenworth is awesome. And, and and you know I'm like I'm not sure what you're going to see there. I mean Jeff Jeff is kind of it has a certain draw. But I grew up and we would go there. Huh. Uh, you know, we'd go camping in the area, and then sure enough, for one day, we'd get to go into Leavenworth. We'd get to go like it was a treat for us. No, we had to stand outside the stores in the heat, getting sunburnt while my mom and the older folks went into the store. Or if we were allowed in the store, it was like, don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. <laughs> Can I touch it, this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking touch this, mom. And wow. speaking of dicks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you know, uh, you know, I've been hesitant to take her, and then the last couple of uh, months, I let's just get in the car and go because I've been kind of wanting to go do that drive in my car, mm-hmm. and let's just go. But we're coming back, so we'll stop, and you know, you'll finally get to see Leavenworth. For we get out, and she goes, "Man, it's it's, it's well, it's a hundred degrees out, easy." Yeah, and you know she's melting, and all she sees is it's it's basically seaside on a mountain with no sea, right? <laughs> Kind of, yeah. It's a tourist trap. Thus, a, uh, no reason to go there. Right. No sea. I'm no, no. There's reason out. to go there. Number one, Icicle Brewing. They're amazing. Okay. Great yeah. place number to go. one, two, and three, Icicle Brewing and Bratwurst. <laughs> and <laughs> the food there is actually really good. So I, so, I actually yeah. am recommending that we all go, you know, let's take the ladies over. Uh, Mm-hmm. We can go sit and drink beer all day. And I have think we had that time. plan. I think last year in December we were supposed yeah, to we're, kind we're, of go over there, and we just never did. Well, I think we should do that one of well, these let's days. Do, let's do it this summer. You know, when we can sit outside. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, sitting in the winter, and then they've got such a big draw. You know, we get a tent. and they have some really cheap and very good Airbnbs over there. Yeah, I say we do it because hmm. they have uh, what was it? It was 
I think it was um, two night minimum, like most Airbnbs. Yeah. But um, they had like an eight room cabin that yeah. if you got enough people together, it would probably only be like a hundred dollars a piece a night, you know. Yeah. And speaking of which, is, what do you guys think of the? Have you guys read the news about Airbnb being outlawed in some states? Oh no, I hadn't heard that because uh, the owners aren't providing safety standards with the rentals, and and they're not following rental laws. And so there's actually a couple states where there it's huh. the legality of that is probably gonna. You know, go away. Well, you would yeah. just—they would just have to bring that to standard, and then you can do it. Yeah, but I mean, it's your house. It's like the, I, I don't want to sound like a libertarian asshole because I hate those guys, but it's your house. You yeah, own it's it. My shit. And somebody else is saying, "I'm fine with renting it as is." Mm-hmm. It's yeah. why can't we in a free country say, "Okay, I'm renting you my house, country, my substandard but... house with the whatever safety issues, whatever you know all about them, and you're going to pay me money and still stay there anyway." I don't. I don't. For the life of me, have a problem with no. That. Somebody, somebody's not somebody getting their hand grease somewhere. And yeah, pisses oh, yeah. people off, and right. the end. But you know, as soon as I saw the, that, the state inspectors have to come in and inspect all your shit. So that person's not getting paid. Mm-hmm. So but, uh, the state's not getting. Their so money. whoever whoever yeah. came up with that, or whoever's coming up in that state to state, you know, that's that's the guy who's bitter about not getting greased. Yeah, the same reason that uh, you know, like Uber and Lyft weren't allowed in Portland for a while. Yeah, same uh, or in, like in Mexico City. Mexico City got their the right people didn't get greased, so yeah. Uber is outlawed there now because they don't have the blah, 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 even though it's a safer service than their actual taxis. See, that's such bullshit because we're supposed to be like the whole premise of our entire economic system is supposed to be competition, free market. Yeah. yeah. So if you can't compete on a whole other basis, then what's, you know... And that's that's what uh, these smartphones and the internet is doing, is giving us a yeah. new platform to bear our services, and that pisses off the yeah people that yeah. have been here forever doing it. The I just think it's, I think it's amazing. And for when I saw that immediately, you know, I thought of Mike, because he's he's so uh, such a proponent of the whole yeah. concept. Absolutely, man. I'd love Airbnb and, yeah. and Uber and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's Oh, using Uber was so and Lyft. I used uh, last time we did Seattle. I used Uber and Lyft. Yeah. I found Lyft to be a better service. Mm-hmm. Like the driver, she was just more friendly. She was just spot on. Um, she communicated a lot better than the Uber drivers did. Yeah. But even Uber, I mean, he even got a hold of me after the fact. Hey, I hope everything's okay. I hope your ride was good. Yeah. You know, it was. Awesome. So how does that work? What I've never used it or really read much about Uber or Lyft. What is that? It's just people using their own cars to... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 I think in the case of Uber, and the, the one argument I've heard about Uber versus Lyft is Uber has like standards. They have to go through like a couple hours of training. Okay. And they kind of filter out the ones that are maybe not up to par. Yeah. Um, whereas Lyft is pretty much anybody. The the guy who refuses to open the back of his van. Right. He's like, no, you can't be an, an Uber driver. Sorry. <laughs> you don't need to look in there. You don't want a roving sex dungeon? Nobody's going to be getting me? in there. Don't worry about it. There's an Airbnb sex dungeon now, by the way. Ignore the muffled screams. An Airbnb sex dungeon. Yeah, it's an it's a Airbnb-like How did site Jeff know about this, but dungeons. you didn't? No. <laughs> Mike's got. Well, the, I mean, he's into different things. I Mike's mean, got the little light they, bulb going they, on. <laughs> I can see the sparkle in his eye. Really? Whoa! Really? Check it out. Check yeah. it out. It's it's pretty awesome. I, I I think I might. Though their safety standards might be a little lower, <laughs> but it's okay. Just have the right word, and they'll and stop. That's all right. I'll, I'll I'll ride the line. Some states are like uh, that's not up to our safety standards. Some states won't even touch it. They're like, what? Oh no! Just we'll just deal with Airbnb. <laughs> But they're easy. So I noticed my, my glass is empty of what I was drinking. We yeah. Were, what, what, you, so, what did you think of the uh, Saison de Colchon? I was okay with the Saison de Colchon. That was. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. It's a farmhouse, but it's also a Saison. I mean, it, it, it has the. Uh, 
the aftertaste of a farmhouse. But yeah, it really does. Like, the, the, like hey, the like the bottom of a barn. Have you ever gone into a farmhouse and just licked the floor for about a half an hour? I can't say I have. <laughs> Did you? I, you haven't lived, sir. I look forward to doing it someday. <laughs> yeah, all right, <laughs> Mike. Do you want some more of it? I'm not that crazy about it, to be uh, honest. You know, I'd swap you. Okay, give me a glass. Okay, this would have been good for beer moses. Yeah, yeah. That would, in that, fact, let's try that. I got a bit left. <laughs> Throw a little you orange juice in that. We will talk amongst ourselves. Let's take a little bit of that OJ. We'll try a beer mosa. I mean, it, yeah. we're doing an early morning podcast today. As a, so, what kind of beer are you looking for when you do a beer mosa? Exactly. Something you don't want to drink unmixed. It, oh, just it, something. No, exactly this <laughs> kind of a, a really lighter beer. Like this is this. a polite way of saying crap. <laughs> no, I wouldn't has, say. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't. I, but I wouldn't call this. That. I wouldn't. It's I wouldn't just say it was you crap. know, it's not crap. It was just not that's not. Style. I'm not crazy about it. Yeah, this is this is a good sitting out in yeah. the summer and mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's a good beer, mosa beer. beer. It's a perfect beer, mosa beer. This is a, probably a two and a half for me. Oh, okay, that. Well, that it's works. it is drinkable. It's probably wouldn't be my first choice. Yeah, but yeah. it would make a great beer, mosa. And I knew it was a low ABV, and it is ten o'clock in the morning. You're right. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we all got grocery shopping to do afterwards. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I, for me, the the initial taste when it first hits my tongue is is good. But after it's like that aftertaste, the that farmhouse after, thing. The farmhouse that's, that's what does it yeah. for me. I'm I'm kind of finding myself wanting to grimace a little bit. Yeah. But um, yeah, the beer mosa, that's a good way to save that one. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's not a bad idea. It's a good beer mosa. I know when yeah. I went to Kevin and Sean's wedding, that's what they served was beer mosas. And so yeah. they had several different kinds of juice. They had <laughs> apple juice and like uh, guava juice and a bunch of different juices. And then they had beers much like this, a lot yeah. of the Wander type beers. And yeah, yeah. it was great. It was delicious. Nice. nice. So. Yeah. So that's a. When did Kulshan put this out? Is this just like less just, than a month ago? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I I think it's a fine beer, but you know, it's probably something that is going to be have to be something that I'm in the mood for. Like yesterday, I was yeah. sitting out uh, in Leavenworth in the the hot heat, having a, a dog, and I wanted to get a pitcher of beer. And my wife prefers Pilsner. Why I don't know. So mm. we get a pitcher of Pilsner, mm. yeah, but you know, for but the at right least moment, it's quality Pilsner. It was a super yeah. Icicle Brewing does really good beer, and I can't wait to get back to Leavenworth and have some more because for some reason they're not bottling it and shipping it anywhere. Hmm. Nope. Um, but I do have a coupon for half off of one of their, my next growler there. Oh, let's do that. So, because I went there and I bought, uh, like, I think I filled like three growlers the last time I was there. It was like, I'm, <laughs> oh, no, it was four growlers. I filled four growlers and they have these punch cards, much yeah. like you'd get at a uh, uh, coffee place. Yeah, so yeah. she punched all of them, like six of them, and my next growler is half off. I thought you couldn't do that with alcohol. Was that against the law? Did no, you cannot kind of- give it away for free. You could, we could do dollar mimosas all day long, oh, but you have to charge oh, for it. It has to be. Like okay, uh, so at the casino, a- I know we used to do on New Year's Eve, you could just yeah. do 50 cent glasses of champagne. I think, oh, okay. I think, I okay. think it is actually that Got you it. have to make a profit, but I, I think the rules are different if you're a brewery. Yeah. The rules are actually significantly different in the state if, you're, if you're a brewer. Oh. So they could probably get give, get away with that. But I think okay. at a retail level... It's not you, free. It's half off. At yeah. a retail yeah. level, you can't lose money on it. So, you know, 50-cent mimosa, what are they? They're pouring in, you know, so, 10 cents of champagne and 20 cents worth of uh, orange juice. So it's yeah. fine. So you can't use it as a lot, what they call a lost liter. Right, exactly. You can't do alcohol mm-hmm. with it. Okay, okay. Which is ridiculous. So I, I it, kind of almost is. all states you're able to give away free alcohol, but, except yeah. for like this one, and then there's dry counties in the south. Yeah. But we, yeah. don't want, we don't want <laughs> so. people getting addicted to alcohol. I, why would you not get addicted to alcohol? Because of my children, my kid. Aren't you thinking of my children? I, I, Fuck those people. <laughs> I wonder if they have the same rules for weed, right? Because what, what does weed cost to grow? Like you could, oh, you could actually yeah, conceivably grow weed for free. Like you could put it outside yeah. and grow it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. That's and a great question. I wonder if that applies. I mean, I know that they said they modeled the uh, the laws for marijuana in Washington State on the on the alcohol laws, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah, for the most part, but. I don't know. That's interesting. Unlike, I would love unlike, to know. Unlike alcohol, which yeah. you you can make it, and it's legal to make so many gallons a year yeah. of beer or whatever. I think in the state of Washington, it's like 200 gallons a year. There's a limit on what you're allowed yeah, to do? What wow. you can do interesting. in house, uh, without having some sort of license. Yeah. Um, and so I don't. there must be something like that for marijuana because it's much easier to grow. All you need is that thing that's well, shining think, in the I, sky right now, and you're done. Yeah. And I water. Think, I think you're actually not allowed to, to grow are you? I that don't doesn't think, make any sense. I don't think you're allowed, actually. Yeah? Yeah. That's weird. That, we that are is weird. It is very weird. Uh, well, we, well, we still I'm, have syntax. I'm happy that, I mean, we're ahead of the game and that it's legal, and that we're finally done with pretending that it's, like, so dangerous right. it needs to be outlawed. But, um, yeah, it's weird. Some of the They need to iron out some of the... For one thing, they need to make it illegal in this state for any employer to test you for it. It's like, because you, if you have, like, in my situation, I have an employer that's out of state, and they still consider it a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I think in that case, Washington State ought to say if you're an out-of-state employer, you're not allowed to test people in Washington anymore. Sorry, it's legal well, we here tested you can't in do that. the casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We test. See, it I doesn't mean, make any sense. We're still like, there's still this little aspect of it that's treating it like it's something you know. And some ridiculous of that comes down to federal and, law. Like I know uh, yeah. we, mm-hmm. we have Federally, one of our, our biggest listeners, Jeff Miller, yeah. works at Boeing, and he goes, "Yeah, you, you, you know, because they're they fall under federal okay. aviation yeah. jurisdiction." It's a really big deal to get caught with anything like that. It, it uh, I think a lot of it just comes down to making the federal oh, government yeah, happy. Pro- I never thought about and Jeff. that, and that it probably goes back to the same thing at the casino, right? Because they, they all, as well have federal some yeah, have well, some federal, fe- federal yeah. jurisdiction over them. Yeah. So, but I think I think a lot of places probably don't care as much. I don't know. Yeah. I, it is weird, though. I mean, because now that it's legal. My hypothetical situation is: What if you get tested by your employer a few days after you went to a party, and someone like gave you a cookie or a brownie that had it in it? And let's say you're not even someone who normally smokes it. You mm-hmm. could you could conceivably be fired for something that somebody else. I guess you don't hang around those kind of people. Yeah, you don't, Rick. <laughs> Rick you're really walking on the slippery slope. You might consider pulling just, back a I little bit. I think there's too many too many uh, issues with with saying something's legal and then allowing employers to go after people for it. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, well, did you have toast for breakfast this morning? <laughs> yeah, and we know it's legal, but we have a problem with it, so we're going to let you go. Right. It just seems stupid. It's legal, it's legal. It ought to be <sighs> opened up. Sorry. So what is what is this now? This is the this, we're moving on. Oh, I gave it two and a half. The last one I gave this, it two. Uh, I gave it this, two. So this, this is called party in your mouth. <laughs> this is this is uh, this is Mike in my mouth. Um, <laughs> this is Wander Brewing's Wild Warehouse Barrel Aged Farmhouse Ale. So we're doing another oh, farmhouse. Wow. We're, yeah, but this is a straight farmhouse that's been barrel aged, and you can tell by the color it's been barrel aged. Yeah, you even got some. Look sediment. at that cloudy. Yeah, you got yeah. some yeah. sediment. Yeah, looks beautiful. Yep. I'm going to let That's mine nice. settle a little bit before I start. But the wild, wild Warehouse. Wow. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a, a movie. I'm not, yeah. I'm wild not sure if they got some of those bottles lying around. They, they were- Steve, uh, Stephen Lynch's <laughs> Wild Warehouse. Brother to. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> Have to promote it on that basis. Yeah, this is Wander's <laughs> first attempt at uh, barrel aging and bottling of of a beer. Yeah, and uh, it, you know, I bought it a few months ago for the podcast, and for some reason, we never got around to drinking it. Um, so it's been sitting in the fridge for a couple months. Yeah, I don't know why, because that's a terrific beer. I really enjoy this one. Let's try this out. 
Um, mm. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Hopefully, mm. I can pick up another bottle of that sometime soon. I don't wow. know if they're all gone Ooh. or not. Wow. I'm going to have to, st- I got to start collecting their bottles. I just got to do it. That's well, really we had good. The, we had the Global Mud Holy a few shit. episodes awesome. back, and yeah. that one was super good. This that one, was super. I think, is, I like even better. This is excellent. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. That's, um, I can almost sense that that's what the other one was trying to be. You know, I mean, right. the, the farmhouse, is, they're both farmhouse ales, right? right. Is, that, is that what the situation yeah, is? Yeah, but the, this other one's a barrel aged. Oh, it's a saison. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, this is a million times better than the other one. Wow. So, so as we get, it's not very often we get dead air on this podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my daughter all, is, is. It's okay. We all enjoy putting this beer in our mouth so much. Yeah, it's, I know. You know, taking a moment to enjoy it. Wow. The yeah, no- it wander strikes again, by the way. Yeah, the, the nose on this. Me? Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, just smell it. A fruity, sweet. I'm not smelling the mic right now. <laughs> I'm distracted from smelling my mic. The texture oh, on yeah. it. Is, it's bubbly. I mean, you look at look yeah. look at the bubbles coming up in there. You know, yep. even the head is is a little it's different good stuff. It's, it's really good. Yeah, this I'm, is for I, sale. I, Shall we gush some stuff. more over this? <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> should we call them up and just praise them over the phone, sing their praises? Yeah, yeah I almost think we should. <laughs> we should at least tweet at them. Except this time, let's uh, let's call them before we get completely drunk. Right? No, let's only call them when we're completely blood out. Yeah. You want you want to hello, Wander? <laughs> yeah. This reminds me this this morning when I was texting you guys, I you know I sent you the message about bringing the mixer. Yeah. And I started mixer. to send I sent, started to send another message that started with also Jeff. You know. Yeah. yeah. You know you did send that. Yeah. But I typed also Jeff as one word on my phone. And it wanted to autocorrect it to sloshed. <laughs> How appropriate. I, I started laughing my butt off at that. I was like, I gotta get a screenshot of that. That's too funny. <laughs> sloshed. Well, that'll have to be the uh, picture for this uh, yeah. particular episode. Yeah, right. Right. Also, your, Jeff sloshed. Your yeah. phone knows you well. His phone knows me well. Yeah. <laughs> so you, I, I returned to our earlier topic. You took the kids with you to these uh, concerts? No. Oh, so. I thought you said you had the no, kids with you. They stayed with Grandma and Grandpa, but there was oh, no electronics. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. At Grandma and Grandpa's. There was no what? Electronics. No electronics. <gasps> Grandma and Grandpa got a flat screen TV a few years back. Grandma so and Grandpa they, are Amish. Yeah. <laughs> kids got to build a barn. Yeah. <laughs> they get, no, they, they got uh, wireless uh, telephones a few years back. Yeah, they're, they're, I wouldn't call them complete technophobes. So they can, they can, hold on, let me get this straight. They can take a phone call in their house, and they can walk around wherever they want. Exactly. In their house? Yeah. Why? God, man. That's amazing. No no cord? Like well, dragging around well Grandpa still likes to go to the corded phone and use that one. Well, but Grandma I mean, walks on. around with the cordless. Because you know, like no one can listen to that one. <laughs> you know, I've got a neighbors. cord. I don't need the neighbors all hacking into my messages and listening to what I'm talking about. <laughs> At wireless stuff, they can just tap into that wireless. You guys remember that? Remember the first time you had a wireless phone? I, that was awesome. I remember like walking out on my front porch and I'm fucking talking on the phone on the front porch. I didn't give a shit. Outside, inside, and outside, I closed the door, inside. and there's no cord. There's no cord to stop me from closing <laughs> well, the fucking door. It was even more awesome. Speaking of the hacking into the phone, when you had that cordless phone, and you could hear your neighbors trying to talk oh, while you're trying oh, to yeah, talk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened all the time because everything was on the same frequency. Yeah, and yeah. unencrypted. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrific. That Would you hang up the weird. phone? I'm trying to talk to my girl here. Did you guys ever do that with like the old, like when we were growing up, the phones? Have you ever noticed if you'd pick up the phone? Oh, the party you, line. Well, no, not a party or, line. Or you could hear you other could, conversations. If you, if you pressed the button once and turned off the, the dial tone, 
and you listen real carefully, you could hear people talking. It's like there was a little bit of bleed over, and you could occasionally hear people talking. Oh, no, we like, could clearly hear our neighbors talking on the phone. When oh, I, really? You'd pick up the phone, you start dialing. That's when you can hear it. And sometimes I remember wow. when I, you would dial, you would you call the place or yeah. whatever, whoever you're calling and start talking, and then somebody yeah. else, you could hear somebody else's conversation at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. We have come a long way, baby. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I was, you know, it was always boring stuff too. I was always like, "Would well, be really cool if you if you did that and you listen and you heard like somebody, you know, co- arranging a hit on someone or something." But arranging a, a hit, it yeah. was always just like boring, you know. Just wanted to listen to somebody talk dirty to their wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna never, come home and that yeah. never that never happened when we were kids. People mm-hmm. didn't do that back then. Well, I wonder if it did or the didn't, 70s right? didn't have wife swapping. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no. Was there a liberation in phone phone call sex sex? Calls when we got to the cordless unit, and you can kind of walk into a bedroom with it. <laughs> God, Mike, you're turning into a Discovery Channel documentary right now. <laughs> Mike has always been a Discovery Channel documentary. That channel knows how to turn anything into sex-related. It's I'm like just the to, history of the cell phone. I'm history just trying of, to learn Once here. we went wireless, we were able to get funky with our conversations. <laughs> That channel Bring phone joke. sex to a whole new level. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. My iPhone has a dildo attachment. <laughs> Do you guys remember the first time you got online? Yeah. Yeah? yeah of course. Yeah. I mean, what, 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 how did you get on? Uh, well, I had to uh, type in a bunch of stuff and then pick well, up the phone, put okay, it on the not- thing. <laughs> and then it went... <laughs> did you use an actual ISP or did you do AOL or what was what was the first... It was just message boards. I don't remember exactly. Oh, so it you was... did the? You went directly on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my first experience was AOL. I played I played uh, D and D through uh, through. Oh, message so boards. you did the? Oh, oh yeah, that's awesome. What yeah. are they, yeah, those were cool. whatever those called? BB. Yeah, what are they? Uh, Eat B electronic bulletin boards. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. something. Yeah, they, I just we could have called them boards. Or yeah. the, 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 it was BB but it was, something. Uh, I would log on and I would go to the, you'd have to type in 174. To yeah. get to the, the message board. Yeah. Um, and Back when then you, you, would, uh, you would log in kind of to the, the conversation that was happening. And it would be like, okay, you guys see this in the cavern. Da, 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 da. And then you, yeah. you talk in character. Da, 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 I do this. Yeah. And then you'd either wait. Or yeah, I would have to get off the phone because my mom wanted to make a phone call, so I had to get off the phone. I'd take the phone off the little weird receiver thing that you put it on. I'd mom. take it off. I'd hang up the phone, and then like two hours later, I get back on, and finally somebody is Jeff. Get off the it phone. Was, it took like a day just mom. to like get through a doorway. Mom wants to go in the bedroom and talk on the phone. <laughs> exactly. So what was, uh, what was the first time you ever? What did you use? Uh, what did I use? Uh, yeah. Sega Genesis, believe it or not. Oh, no I don't know, Maybe not. It wasn't a, a Sega Saturn. Okay. They had come yeah, out with yeah, a modem yeah. attachment so you could play oh, ga- wow. games online. And I had to call the local wow. ISP in the area to kind of help me. Set. They were so stoked to see that, you know, here's this console that can get online. Yeah. Like way ahead of the curve, way ahead of Xboxes and all this other stuff. They had they drove out to my house. They're like, "Oh, this is so neat. Let's hook it up." And you know, they they were running their local ISP in the area. They were one of the big guys, yeah. probably the only people out here realistically. But they were they were so stoked about it. They drove out to the house to set it up and check it out. Wow! And it wasn't very long after that we f- started finding where all the fun stuff on the internet started to happen. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> See, yeah. the, my the I, right I, away. <laughs> 
Mike's like, in a half hour, we're going to be able to see a picture of a naked lady. So hang in there. <laughs> it's downloading. It's Look, just, line by line. That was the first time. First picture I ever downloaded was a was a high res picture of uh, Jupiter. And uh, back then, that was her name. Yeah, well, you know, she, <laughs> she had a big red spot. <laughs> Jupiter rings, my favorite stripper. I, I I never I remember doing that, and it was just it was it was literally like line by line by line, and I was like the whole time I'm sitting there going, oh, this is gonna be so awesome. It's like this really detailed picture of Jupiter downloading, and I, it probably took five minutes for the yeah. whole thing to load. Oh yeah, Jesus, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was doing that back in the eighties because my dad worked for a company whose like main outfit was over in Minneapolis. Yeah, and so he had to get online to communicate with headquarters all the time. And oh, the only oh, reason okay. I had it was was that. That's I mean, cool. this must have been I must have been like sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. So we're talking nineteen eighty. Yeah, what you know? I mean, eighty yeah. eight maybe. Um, yeah, that's cool. That was back so. when. Um, see, I I saw somebody get online. The first time I ever saw someone do it was back in nineteen eighty. Probably about eighty six, and all the the gamers I was hanging out with at the time. One of them was like a hardcore computer geek, yeah. and we went over to his house, and he got on. We were just sitting in his room, and he got on his computer and he did the modem thing. And I was like, I was just baffled. I was like, What are you doing? You have your phone? He's like, Yeah, the computer can talk to other computers on on the over the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Holy crap, man! And I'm watching. And it was, it a was B- amazing. It was a BBS that it just popped yeah, up. That's BBS. what it was. That's what he got on. He got on the BBSs and he was showing me that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, that's really cool." You could pull up a list of like similar BBSs and yeah, yeah, go through and chat. And of course, and, the first thing they did was make sex chat all over the internet. <laughs> but we geeks made the D and D BBSs. And yeah, yeah. But I, I just remember thinking that's really cool. But and I never really saw that going anywhere. I just thought, oh, the geeks are figuring out a way to make their computers talk to each other. Whoopee. And that was it. That's how I was like, that's cool, but oh well. So look at Never really thought about that, it. that won't go anywhere. I know. That's not going to do anything. Go anywhere. That's not going to revolutionize 20 years anything. from now, that'll just be a moot. That <laughs> <laughs> was really cool to see, but, you know, no, yeah. not going anywhere. So computers that don't talk to each other, how boring is that? I mean, you know, who would yeah. have it? I wouldn't own a computer that couldn't talk to another computer because what would you do with it? Oh, I could do Word on it. Well, if you were, you know, I know that. Um, a computer that's not connected to the internet. If you're using it for things, you know, productivity, writing, doing, creating, Fuck artwork, or things all like that. that. Well, it's I mean, an, it, it's, it's the entertainment. You hub. get rid of. <laughs> if you get rid of you're all creating the your own entertainment hub. <laughs> if you get rid of all the distractions, like uh, George R. R. Martin still writes on a DOS machine. He doesn't. He doesn't have anything modern because he doesn't want the distractions. It's all those slutty so dragons are being written on a DOS. Yeah. Machine. <laughs> well, the dragons aren't slutty. Everyone else. Is. Well, not yet. Wait until book six. <laughs> dragons get it on. Well, what happened in book five? You guys got to catch was, me up on this show because I've not seen an episode. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Never. I find that hard to believe. I think you'd like it. Um, is there a reason you're avoiding it, or you just haven't gotten around to it? Not a priority. Yeah, I have. Right we just made it through. My name is Earl, and we're oh, that's so good. We're watching Cutthroat Kitchen now, so you know maybe yeah. after Cutthroat Kitchen, is something the family can get around the screen. And I think watch. you and Nicole is Nicole at all into like a no. I, I think she might like this one. Yeah, this is like a show. Like I know the guy who got me into Game of Thrones does not like geeky stuff at all, fantasy that kind of stuff. And he came in. He came to me. He goes. He goes. You're into all that like D and D and Tolkien stuff, aren't you? I said, Yeah. He goes, are you into Game of Thrones? I was like, no, I haven't checked it out yet. He goes, oh, you would love it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Finally, I can connect to this geeky person. Yeah. I'm hip. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's not. Um, it. I think it works for people who are not into that kind of thing because it, it's mm-hmm. 
it's almost I don't want to use the high word fantasy either. So. No, yeah, yeah. I don't want to use the word gritty, but, but it's I find, a little more real. Like it's not you know when you watch Tolkien, you got to have a certain threshold for for managing the the magic and the you know the, the well, that the, aspect of it. The, the kinda, mythology is, yeah. is very heavy, and the the yeah. like I said, it's high fantasy. Yeah. So you got the elves, you got the orcs and yeah, the dwarves. Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as you in, influ, in, introduce that, it's high fantasy. Much like a lot of people can't handle, um, I, I call it high sci-fi. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they're they fine with something gritty like Moon or, you know, yeah. uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. But as soon as you get into like Farscape or, or uh, oh. Firefly or anything well, that like that, just that's silly. really high. <laughs> no, it's not. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. It's all good. It's just not. It's They're almost different genres, really. I mean, they, they get lumped in under sci-fi, but Star Wars is not sci-fi. Firefly is not sci-fi. And it's, it's, it's like... Um, it's space adventure. It's like in space opera. That's a better description. Yeah, than yeah. space opera is a much better description. Mm-hmm. But I just I think I call it uh, fantasy because that's exactly the yeah, genre oh, yeah, it yeah. is. It's yeah, a fantasy. Just works. like uh, I would describe uh, um, to bring it up for the fourth time in any podcast ever. Um, <laughs> uh, Mad Max. All yeah. those Mad Maxes. Those are those aren't science fiction. They're fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all these science fiction stuff, like Firefly or, or Farscape or anything like that, that's really high fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all fantasy. It's a fantasy yeah, yeah. That's actually a better umbrella for them than sci-fi. Now, her, that's science fiction. Her, I haven't seen that. Oh God, you got to watch her. Yeah, is that You've the one with her. the guy falls I, I in love with her the all day long? Yesterday, no, I actually have not seen that. <laughs> you haven't seen her? I, I don't oh, know man, if I have any brilliant. interest in watching it. No, but. you, sh- you especially, I think, would like it because yeah. you like love stories. I do. I enjoy a good romance. And you, you love uh, Scarlett Johansson and her voice. So. Yes, I would have her sit on my face all day long, <laughs> even virtually. <laughs> like all I need is that straw to breathe, right? Just like out the side every now and then. Just out your nose. <laughs> her, her. You know, people are coming along looking at her and going, "Did she sit on a milkshake or something?" What's the deal with that? <laughs> I think it's bringing all the boys to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at least that boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Game of Thrones. I think you should. Uh, I think you should check it out because I think. You'd, I think I'm going back to my like my it. favorite descriptor of that series, which is tits with a chance of dragons. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if if you watch it for nothing else, you will definitely see lots of boobs. Yeah. That's the surprising so. part of it because a lot of fantasy, I mean, traditionally is shied away from that kind of thing. And this, yeah, this because is it's not always only... been billed as a child's kind of thing. And uh, if you read yeah. a lot of the modern fantasy, yeah. they got far, far away from that. Uh, yeah. Especially like the book I'm reading right now, which is the uh, series called Awarded Man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, though there's horrible things happen to some of the characters, like rape and well, and sex is brought up and uh, yeah. getting married at a very young age. Uh, things like this that are brought up. Well, it, a lot of mainstream fantasy and sci-fi... Man, really loves fantasy. Yeah. It's a lot of mainstream fantasy and sci-fi, though, either downplays it or kind of hides it mm-hmm. or just sort of nods to it a little bit, but they never... It's, not, it's like Game of Thrones, which is like, dive right in. Oh, yeah. It's like, we're, we're not being shy about this at all. It's... This is the world they live in. People fuck each other, you know, left and right. Well, the incest scene is, I think, one of the first sex scenes you see. <laughs> is that the first? Where oh, Jamie and, and oh, his sister God, are going yeah. at it, and they, they he shoves only, that kid out the window. Uh, they not only, oh, spoiler. Well, you know, I was just going to ask, what makes this <laughs> first TV fucking show thing that good? happens? He shoves a 10-year-old out, a window, know, out of kidding. a tower window. <laughs> That's the moment where I was watching that. You know, I had already read the books, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I thought the show was going to soften it a little bit. And then it's when HBO. I back, they don't really soften. Yeah, them. when I went back and I watched it, and I was like, "God dang, man, that was just as brutal as in the book." 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is this is going to be pretty damn good. They're no, I think gonna... a lot of the cable channels. Uh, speaking of cable channels, uh, yeah. Netflix right now has a couple of series. I've already watched Daredevil, which is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and I don't think anybody's given it a bad review. People have went, oh, it was really good. Uh, but it's a comic book, and da, da, da. no, it's yeah. really fucking good, and definitely, I, I would suggest checking that out. But the Wachowskis just came out with a, a new show called Sense Eight. Yeah, okay, I'm hearing a lot about, that. and we, me and my wife watched the first three or four episodes mm-hmm. the other day. No, we binged just those three or four episodes. They're all about an hour. Yeah, wow, they do an excellent job. I don't know how much anime you've seen. Oh, and Japanese enough. do this in their movies too. They all, their internal dialogue is in every movie. Right. You, and if you've ever seen a Japanese movie, you see that internal dialogue. And mm-hmm. they've done this really well as uh, internal dialogue with other people. It's weird. Hmm. Uh, so the premise is this. People, these, these certain people have connections to each other. Right. And can utilize their skills. Okay. So this guy in Nairobi, who's getting attacked by these assholes in, that robbed his, his bus, mm-hmm. are, uh, he's confronting them. He connects with a cop in Chicago and is able to use the gun that one of them drops. Oh, weird. Okay. And then uh, um, he also is able to connect with the woman in uh, Korea who is in a boxing ring uh, doing whatever kickboxing with this other guy. So just like a one. He's able to use her skills to beat the shit out of these guys. Oh, okay. So Weird. it's like back and forth. They're all able to kind of communicate, and they're just and I'm like I said, I'm about three episodes in, and none so of them really know exactly it. what's going on. Some of them think they're going crazy. Some of them think, yeah. "What the hell am I doing?" You know, I mean, it's it's a complete mystery, and it's incredible. And so somebody, Wachowskis, somebody who somebody who doesn't have a certain skill can borrow it from someone else. Exactly. Okay. So he's so it's able, almost so like this, this poor Nairobian bus driver is is getting robbed and beat up, but he's yeah. able to use her skills mm-hmm. with, uh, and it shows her in the beginning, kind of doing the yeah. The martial arts yeah. and he's able to use those martial arts yeah <laughs> he's able to use the martial arts that this other person knows i think we have a new intern we do <laughs> sorry brian yeah we've, we we've went upgraded younger. Yeah. we've upgraded we went younger <laughs> way younger we're just like hollywood <laughs> and, and i'm sorry i got up for a moment but i know we were on the topic of netflix but you know i was standing in line at the grocery store before my road trip uh, yeah. you know we're getting some, some bottles of water so exciting but one thing I seen was a TV guide. Now I haven't watched TV in years. It's been years since I've had TV. Yeah. But I noticed that they had three Netflix series on the cover of the TV guide. They had Orange oh. is the New Black, Daredevil, and and one of the other Netflix. Do they run net? Does Netflix have a channel on television? No. Why, why no, would they, they do be, not? It's why only would, Netflix. Why would they be on the TV guide? <laughs> because that's the way things are going. And I think yeah. if TV guide wants to st- any chance of staying relevant, which I'm amazed they're still published, there must <laughs> yeah. be a lot of old people out there who would still have to flip through the pages. Well, they're probably looking, you know, kind of like the Lost Boys. Like, who needs yeah. TV? Who needs who needs it when you got the TV guide? You know, yeah, yeah. Who needs television if you got the TV guide? Because obviously, if they, if you're looking at the TV guide, you probably don't have the internet. Yeah, but they're advertising internet shows at you because that's where the interesting stuff is happening nowadays. Man, oh man, I don't remember the last time I I don't remember the last time I picked up a TV guide. Showtime <laughs> Showtime just announced streaming. Yeah, uh, and they're going to be five dollars cheaper than HBO. Yeah, and that starts next month. Really, I think uh, they're going to be. I think that's and where I think it's, it's across all platforms. Unlike HBO, just did i shit. Yeah. So it's only the iPod and the iPod and the iHood and the iHod. <laughs> um, but uh, um, you know, only Apple. Basically, you need iTunes to run yeah. HBO Go. Right. If you don't have the service already. That's interesting, but, though. It's like it's like that's where it's going. I mean, everything's going to streaming or mm-hmm. you know Netflix like. 
Absolutely, because that's where everyone gets entertainment now. I mean, yeah. I stopped buying movies almost after we got. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Anymore. I, mean, I always feel like I'm. I'm twenty years. I feel like I've gone back in time twenty years. Like a couple of nights ago, Mason and I were sitting out here watching a part of Jurassic Park on TV. Awesome. Yeah, it was great, but it's like every ten minutes now. <sighs> commercial right, three minutes. Real? Three minutes worth of commercials. All right. All right. All right. All right. You know, and it, it sucks because you get into it, and it's like you want to keep watching, but mm-hmm. you got to sit through this. shit. It ruins again. movies. Yeah, and then on top of that, they cut the movie up, whether it's pan and scan or uh, oh, or just yeah. cutting out uh, words like dick. Yeah. So yeah. you know. Um, so so why don't they go to a different method? Like uh, like a lot of the podcasts you listen to, right? They it costs a, a certain amount of money to do a podcast. I mean, we don't mind footing the bill to run our <laughs> podcast here, but some some people actually need advertising because you know there's more than 10 people listening to it so they've, they've got to pay for some bandwidth um, so 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 what why hey, we've is that like 50 60 <laughs> listens per episode so shut the fuck up <laughs> so Which, considering we're fucking nobodies that's not bad it, it isn't actually it's, bad i was kind of surprised i mean when i when we well, when we figured stats. out what where the numbers went yeah uh, Ooh, you know i got the beer I, booger I was, beer booger. Yeah, that's one of the everybody who's that. looking at our listens on SoundCloud. That's incorrect. SoundCloud is only counting logged in SoundCloud users. I'm glad you got it. that cleared up because it was I know, making me was, scared too. I was I'm like, like one listen. What the fuck is going on? If you delve down into their stats, you find out. Oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, we're doing we're doing better than we were. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 <laughs> growing, but they changed the way they're calculating, and so suddenly it looked like everybody. About, I was like, what did we say? Did we say something? <laughs> so if we, I, I, I'm <laughs> curious of why we we seem to be doing. We've been doing this a year now. Yeah. And when we first started, we may have gotten 20 listens, and then it kind of slowly got it creeped up to like about 100. And that's after a week of, yeah. of it being out there. And yeah. I wonder just perhaps we're just been here long enough like of all the beer podcast po- yeah. bar- beer podcast yeah, beer bo- beer pot that's kind of hard to say just say blobbity douche <laughs> blobbity douche <laughs> of all the blobbity douche podcasts <laughs> beer podcasts out there are, did we just last longer than the rest of them i don't know i think i it's think what, so i think it's, a, I think it's one of those things where if you're it. around long enough you just start people to start you know you start gathering well i, I, I think it's, i think it's a little bit of both because mm-hmm. you know you know how easy it would be at some, you know i know some weeks i'm like you know, it's so hard to get the three of us together and figure out scheduling yeah. and talking to both of you and communicating and keeping the threads open to get together and do this once a week. I could just see people just giving up on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are some just weeks where I'm of... like, fuck, is this even worth recording this week? Oh, yeah. I mean, and... it's, it's tough sometimes, especially when you've had a long week and it's like, oh, God, now I've got to go set up all this shit and record. But when, and... once it's set up and we start talking and start drinking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it becomes something fun. Yeah, yeah. After about 10 minutes in, I'm always like, oh, yeah, I can't believe I was like, you know, yeah. not wanting to. Not wanting and I've continued but... listening to the movie jerks we were just we just did a podcast last week with the movie jerks and uh there are a couple of uh professional comedians out of edmonton and they were a lot of fun to have on and it was a lot of fun to just bs with them and we talked to them for what like an hour and a half after the podcast was over right oh yeah yeah Yeah, so it was interesting you know which i almost wish we recorded because i think we all got a little more relaxed after yeah. that, because we started in right away, we should, what we should have done is talked for about an hour and a half, then did the podcast. Right. Mm. Or should I say, drank for an hour and a half. <laughs> It'd be really cool if we can get those guys over here and like like get them in person. But uh, you know, I'm yeah, hoping we can have them on our podcast sometime soon. We could do another video kind of thing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, sit around and, and drink some beers and maybe yeah, their 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 format of you know of of podcast is they're you know they want to talk about the movies and they meander here and there, but mm-hmm. yeah. you know they're the they're to talk about the movies, but. Much much like the episode today, we 
jumped into it with almost no topics mm-hmm. and keep going and it's very free flowing and you know maybe yeah. nobody wants yeah. to listen to it i don't know <laughs> but somebody's listening it's, it's, it's you, you know i mean it'd be nice to, it, it might be it, it would be nice to have them on and have like a less you know have this format where because yeah. we we talk to them in this format for a good long stretch and you know i, I think the conversation was really fun and interesting yeah um, so I can't yeah. wait. Uh, you know, our listeners should check out their podcast. The, our, our episode should be released today or tomorrow. They usually release on Sunday afternoon, so I'm expecting it to drop today. Yeah. Oh, and they're yeah, on cool, iTunes cool. if yeah. you have an iMachine, and uh, they're also on PodBay if you have... Uh, if you have an Android, they're on PodBay, and then uh, they have a website, moviejerks.ca, and uh, you can listen to all of their historic episodes there because they only keep five episodes live anywhere. But if you want to listen to their archive, go to moviejerks.ca, mm-hmm. and uh, you can find all of their episodes there, as well as they, they write a blog. They write some really interesting reviews of movies. Um, so if you want to read about movies, yeah. a great place to do it. You know, yeah. they've, they've got some yeah, really good just, insight. I, I actually was just listening to their uh, Poltergeist one. They went and saw the new Poltergeist. Yeah. And hands down, it apparently had a terrible opening weekend. It's just a shit film. <laughs> and uh, they, they reviewed it, and it's, it's a wonderful review uh, of them and another uh, comedian friend of theirs. I can't remember his name. Yeah, but uh, the yeah, it's it's very entertaining. Those guys are fun. They're yeah. a lot of fun to listen cool. to. Yeah. yeah. How long have they been around? Have they, have they uh, been? A couple of years at least. They're they're oh, okay. way deep in their episodes. Okay. Uh, they're at what were they at? I think seventy something. No, they're I think they're yeah, I think they're over a hundred. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, they've been around a good stretch anyway. See, you know, I, you remember back? You remember back when Stephen King started writing under the pseudonym uh, Richard Bachman? Yeah, the Bachman yeah. books. He did that as a test to see if somebody who just wrote would start gathering an audience, and he intentionally asked his publishers to undercut, the, you know, not promote the books, mm-hmm. throw them in the, you know, just don't Discount don't put bins. them out. Yeah, yeah, don't put them up in like the big display areas. Just put them on the shelf. Uh-huh. And he started before people figured out it was Stephen King. He started uh, gathering. It started actually gathering an audience, right? And by the time, right before he discovered uh, that people figured out it was Stephen King, he had enough of an audience to where it, he would have been considered a successful author all on his own, right? And uh, he said it never quite got to the point where he he got that proof that it would happen. But he said it would just built and built and built. So that's why I'm, I'm, it's almost like. I think if you do this long enough and you right. just start, you keep picking up people as you go. Well, and it, if you, yeah, if you think about it, a lot of the podcasts I listen to, like the Movie Jerks or even uh, Rogan's podcast, when I listen to it, I'd never yeah. jump in for the first 70 episodes. You know, I, I pick up on it a little bit late. Yeah. Not everybody's cutting edge. Yeah, you know, and, and you know what? For the 50 or so listeners we actually have, you know, I appreciate them listening. I would do it yeah. if we had the five listeners. Wouldn't <laughs> yeah. bother me at all. Oh, no, no, no. I always consider this just an extension of our old, you know, lunches. Right, exactly. So, I don't care. I'm just recording and putting them out there. Yeah. Somebody wants to listen. That's fine. If not, I don't give a crap. Are we ready but, to um, move into the next beer? Do we have another one? Yeah. We have number six. Oh from my! Uprising Brewing. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's right. Upright Brewing. What is that? No, number they six. are out Portland, of Oregon. Port- ah. Portland, Oregon. Uh, dark rye saison, caramel malt tones, earthy hop flavors. Well, they're really selling this one. I'm interested. They produce four numbered beers using local malt hops uh, from the Annan Brothers in uh, Mount Angel huh. and Saison so, Yeast. So it sounds like we're in store for a really good beer. Yeah. I did notice well. the uh, cap was on a little weird. Uh-oh. But hopefully that didn't compromise anything. I mean, it seems pretty solid. but it's I hope it wasn't good. tampered with. I hope we're not about to become the next Tylenol situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> So we're, we're staying with the same style of beer this whole uh, 
<laughs> episode. This will be interesting to move on to another. Uh, is this another um, farmhouse? <laughs> well, it's a Saison. It's we a, had a Saison farmhouse, and that, then we had a uh, barrel aged Saison, and now we're having. It was a farmhouse, barrel aged yeah. farmhouse. Now we're having a Saison. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So we're, we, we, we're separating flavors. This is a so did we ride. give a did we we didn't give a score for the Wander Wild Warehouse oh, barrel aged? Yeah, yeah give it a four. Yeah, I'm four. Yeah, three and a half, four. I like that. It's significantly better than the well, first one we had. That was uh, mm-hmm. that's what beer is all about. I mean, you know that 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 Wander beer we just had. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's what what was the name of it? It was Wild Warehouse Barrel Aged Farmhouse. Ed. Yeah, I mean, this is the reason why I drink beer, right? I mean, I'm constantly chasing good beers, and this is one where I actually, you know, you roll in the yeah. dice every time you open up a bottle. Yeah. This is one where you win. You know, you've rolled the three sixes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a natural twenty. A natural twenty. <laughs> This beer is a natural twenty. Yeah, uh, you know, and you don't get that with every roll, but uh, yeah. you know, when you blow a little wander on your dice, you might win. Usually, you do. It's kind of amazing. They, they don't seem capable of making a crappy beer. They really don't. It's weird. You know, you know, if you ever go behind the scenes with those guys, you know, they're back there just goofing around and fucking up, and they don't even care. And they're just—it's like hundred percent luck. They're just screwing up and doing it. <laughs> No, I'm sure they have a very good uh, grasp of every aspect of what they're doing, and it shows. I would love to to sit down and have a conversation with those guys, and if our interns would get her stuff yeah. together and maybe set something up. Oh, we're putting that on get her, her stuff huh? together. Yeah, well, she put it on herself the last podcast. Yeah. Oh, actually, really? She actually oh. did, yes. Um, <laughs> that's funny. No, I thought we were just pushing all the crap on her. No, she actually <laughs> volunteered to say, well, you know, if you guys want to meet people, I can I can introduce you to people. Okay, so. okay. You know, we uh, want we want Ben Affleck on our next ben podcast. Affleck, next podcast now, do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Casey Affleck. Okay, actually, yeah, <laughs> that, that would be more interesting. Yes, that would actually. What was that? He made a he's made a couple movies, but I saw one that would just. Oh, I won't even start talking about because I can't remember the title of it. Oh, it was some must not have been good enough. No, it was a damn good movie, and I I didn't find out. Casey Affleck is very good. He was yeah. in that. Uh, he's in, I believe, the Fargo TV show. Yeah, I think that's Casey Affleck that's in that. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it was really good. I watched the first couple of episodes. I was Isn't th- he also in like the uh, the twelve Ocean's Twelve? Is he? Yes, yes, he is. He's yeah, in the Ocean's Twelve and Thirteen. I think. Yeah. Huh. No, he's he's made a lot of stuff, and he's he's one of those actors that just kind of melds into the role a lot, like like Tom Hardy, or you know, I mean, there's a lot of actresses and actors. Bronson, like uh, Ava Green's kind of like that. She just kind of melds into the role, and you don't really even notice it's her or him in this case, yeah. Until and you know, once the movie's over, you're like, oh god, that person was a great actor. Oh shit, that was Tom Hardy. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, I just um, I I wish I could remember the name of that film that uh, that I watched of his, but I I watched it. I was really sucked into it. I'm looking through IMDb right now, mm. trying to find this it. This is good. Um, this is this is was, good. Yes, I'm enjoying this. Great movie. I really enjoyed it. And um, he was in Chasing Amy. Yeah, his his part was little kid. <laughs> Casey Affleck was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm remembering his face from the movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He was in one of the, the one of the scenes where they were at like a Comic Con kind of thing. Oh, okay, yeah. And he comes up to the stand. Yeah. Ah, uh, ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that guy's pretty underrated. I think. I mean, stuff I've seen him in in that that movie. You know, it takes a lot to be an actor, a a subtle actor, where you kind of blend into the scene. You know, yeah. yeah, And and we we mentioned Tom Hardy, the perfect example. Mad Max blends into the scene. You know, he's a star, but he blends into the scene. You take a take a film, maybe not Bronson, where he is the focal point of the story, but you know, take another movie like Rock and Rolla, terrific film. He helps the movie tremendously, but you might not even know he's there. 
Yeah. You know, he just becomes so much of the movie. Uh, you know, his persona, the actor, is 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 not so much as the character, right? I mean, he's yeah. really about putting the character in front yeah, yeah. of his own personality. I mean, that's not every actor, let's be honest. Um, There's a yeah. It always seems like it runs the gamut. There there are actors where you feel like every role they take is about promoting themselves and their uh-huh. career. And I don't think you get that mm-hmm. with like a Tom Hardy or a Casey Affleck. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. See, that's um, and that's the kind of um, I like that because that's a they're they're treating it as a as an art form. They're not treating it as a promotional. That's why I generally don't like Tom Cruise because I feel like every movie he makes is about promoting his. This career. is a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a Tom Cruise beer, though. It is not. Um, you know, I like how my head's kind of sticking around. It's almost like drinking a mocha, like the way this head is sitting it's, on the top and it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. That is like the foam on top of a latte. Yeah. This is a uh, kind of surprising. Um, that's yeah, good, and it tastes it tastes as brown as it is. Yeah, it tastes as brown as it is. <laughs> I'd give this an th- easy three. Oh my god, racist! <laughs> no, I mean it's it's got the caramel notes. It's it's really caramely. Yeah. Um, it's dark. I, the hops are not overpowering in this one, but you can taste that they're there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just it's a ton and t- of of caramel with a nice a really nice head that sits and sits there like a latte would. Yeah, and it's got a. Um, Tasting like a little bit of a fruity, yeah, fruitiness. That's the yeah. saison. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, hmm. mm, yeah, and the rye. This would be a good wake up in the morning beer. Like substitute this for a cup of coffee. <laughs> wake up in the. Morning. I could. I could do that. Oh God, you guys! I don't get the morning drinking thing, man. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an effort right now just for me to be doing this. I don't. It's not my thing. I don't no, uh, drink. I, we should mention to everybody who's listening that it's like what we started this one at ten o'clock in the morning. Well, we got here at nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we got here at nine. I think we started. My first uh, mimosa was I think at nine thirty. So yeah, the mimosas are okay because you don't really taste any alcohol. Yeah, but there's something either. about beer though at this time of day. Just I don't I don't get it. You guys are. But it's good beer. Yeah, it is. I'm not complaining. Trust me, I'm not complaining. It's just it's weird to be you know like a, before noon. Well, I, that, and that, that, I think that was my thinking behind the style of beer that I got was yeah. it's much lighter. It's they're they're, they're uh, what I thought was low ABV. They're not, um, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, they're they're just a lighter, fruitier flavors. Yeah, these are good picks. Uh, despite my aversion to drinking this early in the day, these were excellent picks for for this time of day. And yeah. this one, the Wander, just yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, come on, and the rest of your day is going to rock. Yeah. And it might be because of the beer you drank. It could be, but when you say it's a it's like a wake up beer, I just picture you like rolling over, and there's like a little yeah. cooler next to your side. Of the only bed in, you only in Vegas, baby. <laughs> Only in Vegas. Only in Vegas. <laughs> no, I would say any vacation I go on. No, yeah, I was going to follow that up with KOA camping counts as well. Yeah. Hey, I've had friends, like the the pot thing, too. I've had friends who are like, I first thing I do when I get up, man, I just... Oh, I used to wake and bake. Yeah, yeah I don't I used get to do that. that. I can't. I could never do that. I'm just not a I smoke gotta, my joint on the way to work. I got to touch. <laughs> I, <have> my, <laughs> I think back in the early '90s, I would go and buy my uh, um, what are those cappuccino? I'd buy a cappuccino and smoke a joint on the way to work. I drink my cappuccino. Yeah. I'm sorry. First thing I got to do is touch myself. <laughs> See, it's just different styles. Different styles. I would not jerk off on the way to work. Because I'm already trying to drink something and smoke something and drive. So, I think you know. this overlaps with Mike's uh, hand job and the, in the road trip <laughs> topic. I we circled was, all the way back. We've come all the way back. I don't. I don't care who gives me the hand job. I give myself the hand job. 
But uh, do you know your neighbor has like a kick bag on the back of his porch? Yes. Let's not. Let's pretend <laughs> my neighbors don't exist, please. It's so trailer of him. I really he wish he did. Mm-hmm. What what's, what's that brand? It's like Knockout. Everlast. <laughs> Everlast. Everlast. Yeah, you see, that's like part of the douchebag uniform. It's like an outdoor. Have like the, it's like an outdoor gym. Sleeves cut off of an Outlast yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. They've got like exercise equipment out there on their deck too. It's like you know, I do they ever use it? Uh, mm. Not from the looks of it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> It looks so new. You should mention that to him. Wow, I see you got that exercise equipment. It looks really new. How do you keep that stuff in such good condition, you know? <laughs> well, I, I just don't use it very much. Uh, I don't know, man. Okay. I wash yeah. it every time I punch it. Once. <laughs> I've actually never seen anybody using that stuff out there, now that I think about it. What you don't see is on the other side of it, it says, yeah. my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I hope my neighbor's not listening to this <laughs> podcast. I hope he is. Because I'm sure he would like I mean, you know, I mean, I hope he is, too, because, Rick, you've been telling us about him for years. And, you oh, you know, that's part, the half-naked me, guy, right? Part of yes. me really wishes you would just express your feelings to him, like have a conversation. I mean, so there's much, no point. So much of society's problems well, here's are the, here's people the not thing. to talk to each other. Here's the thing. No, it's not. And I uh, sort of, yes, I agree with that a little bit, but it's not. But the thing is, we used to live above someone who was, we think, was dealing drugs. The kid was like a total uh, delinquent. Oh, that's uh, the one that they played had a, video games at all hours of the day. Yeah, that was a minor thing. Trust me, there were we had other complaints about him. She was seeing this guy who seemed to have some sort of anger issues, and wh- there was an incident where Deanne and Alex were down outside, and and he started freaking out and yelling and screaming. You know, scared the crap out of Alex. She was real little at the time, and Deanne just you know, the guy had some serious anger issues. And we would hear that from time to time down there. And it was just, you know, and I, I always try to put this into perspective. I look at that over there and I go, yeah, I wish that guy wasn't living there. But you know what? I've dealt with way worse. Yeah, there's a, you can always have worse. Oh, yeah. That's like our, I, our, our I naked that. Jerry, we, the police were called at least once a month. So the sheriff was in his driveway at least once a month arresting one of them. Every See, time we were at D&D at his place, so the police were there for I Jerry. Saw, yeah, we saw, I saw it a few times. Naked, yeah. naked Jerry. Like naked you guys Jerry. Said the, now, was that literal or was it just half naked? It was mostly naked. He would wear his underwear or shorts oh good god man! i hope my neighbors don't call me naked mike because yeah you're probably it, naked mike <laughs> this time of year you know like you'd be lucky if i had the underwear on it's fucking hot man fully yeah, clothed what, in my how house much, how much cooler are you making yourself by this doing was that? outside the house he was in his underwear or nothing yeah, yeah. oh come on i put my shorts on at least if i'm gonna go pick up the his mail. wife person <laughs> at, at one time when they lived in the uh winnebago like, i hold at least a pillow in front of myself when i go get the mail <laughs> my dad used to do that in his tidy whities oh oh yeah. i thought you meant okay yeah okay he, he would go get the mail in his tidy whities oh my god that's yeah. like where you've just given up in life you're like yeah. i don't give a shit anymore <laughs> Yeah. He the lived neighbors, in a trailer. It was what fine. do the neighbors it's care? He, they lived in a trailer. <laughs> neighbors will probably enjoy this. Why bother giving a shit, really? Because uh, uh, I just do. I just yeah, I, I will not take off my shirt in front of people. <laughs> and by people, I literally mean my wife too. Rick's house, I'll put my shirt back on. <laughs> I just can't do it. Well, I'm, I've been hairy since I was young, so I, I have hair everywhere yeah. except for my head. So I just won't do it. You know, my just son recently ran into somebody that was hairy and was like, Dad, I'm like, I got hair all over him. I go, look, I'm not the norm. The fact that I don't have hair, like, anywhere <laughs> is not the norm. That's, that's very much that, uh, um, you know, Native American, you know, yeah. Mexican thing coming out. So. Yeah. Very hairless folks. But, uh, yeah, like I, like I've said many times, you can't say that about my neighbor. He's definitely uh, you know, He has a hair shirt? Yeah. 
So, but anyway, like, it's it's we've lived near worse. We've lived near much worse than that. Even worse than what I. Just I mean, if the worst thing he does is not use his equipment and comes out and scratches his belly topless, who cares? <laughs> you know, that's we, the worst that happens. We've been here a bunch. I've seen him like twice. Yeah, and he's yeah. never had a party. He's not loud and obnoxious. I've never oh, seen oh, the police oh, oh. be uh, searching his shit. No, they're they're loud. They're yeah. loud. But again. No, we were here once where he was like it. watching TV or something. And it was really goddamn Super loud. Super fucking loud. Yeah, yeah, and they do that late at night sometimes too. Yeah. So it's like in the summertime, you you know, you want to leave all your windows open because it's so hot. It's like mm-hmm. our yeah. bedroom faces their back door, and it's uh, it just it's it's a little frustrating sometimes when you're laying in bed trying to sleep and you hear like a TV show blaring at at top volume. Yeah. You know, it's like, eh, come on, man. It's just basic. You know, be considerate of your neighbors and don't do that stuff. But um. I, you know, again, I'll say I, I always try to put it into perspective a little bit and say, you know, we've just gotten used to this is probably the nicest place that we've ever lived. Mm-hmm. And so by comparison, that just looks really bad. But I would take this over, you know, a lot of other things, things. lived around in the past over Texas you know. Street. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've never lived on Texas Street, but I've close. lived close enough. We've lived on more. I remember uh, what was it? We were uh, we were trashed, and we decided to walk to Seven Eleven. We lived on Xenia, mm-hmm. and we were walking down the street, and this woman oh, came you... down the street in the yeah. middle of the night, and yeah. she just hit the curb, up over the curb, went into some shrubs, and through this guy's yard, and got st- and smashed into one of the big rocks that was in this guy's yard. Oh my god. And we ran over, like, you okay, lady? You okay? She was so trash, she could barely speak a word. Wow. And, and well, let's get your car out of here. Do you have somebody to call? We're, like, trying to make her to call someone. Yeah. And I had a cell phone at the time. This is back in the 90s. I actually had a cell phone back then for work. <laughs> so you had one of those cell phones like that was the size of a laptop? <laughs> no, it was actually one of the early Motorola's that you go, delete. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, a, it was a, one of the first flip phones. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Um, cool. And I... I I was like, hey, we can call somebody. Give me a number. We can call somebody to come pick you up. Do you want a cab or something? I think we even hailed down a cab that was driving by. Hey, hold on. But Mm -hmm. we got our car off off, out of this guy. And if you drive through that street right there, which is Woburn, I think, you can see right before you get to that hardware sales place. Not hardware sales, but builders, building, that thing. Yeah, if you look across the street, you'll see this place with shrubbery and a big rock. She went right into that. Oh, guy's I'm gonna yard look for that next time. I go right past the hell that. up. Yeah. Hit that. We got her car back onto the road, and she was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> and we're like, "Holy <laughs> shit! You don't get back in the car. You're too drunk. You're gonna." She gets in the car, goes, hits a parked car, crack, and then oh my it god, goes up the other curb, and then fucking takes off. We're like, "Do we call the cops?" And uh, I don't remember if we called the cops or we flagged one down because we were walking because we were drunk and we knew we shouldn't have been driving. (laughs) And we we told this cop, hey, this lady down the street, you need to go catch her. She's going to hurt herself or someone else. She's already did that. We pointed out like the shrubbery that's all trashed and the the marks in the yard. And he was like, thanks, and took off. I think she must have got pulled over. But (laughs) she was blotto. She couldn't even speak. She couldn't even stand up. And she was trying to drive. It was like, oh, jeez. But good stuff. What was her trigger? Because I found out my trigger yesterday in, in Leavenworth. Trigger, 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 trigger. Yeah. trigger. The, the way that I know that I'm an alcoholic and, and, and the trigger point is right. Oh. Like we're sitting out in the sun. And I, I drink this pitcher of beer. You know, the wife has a glass out of it and a glass or half or whatever. But I drink the rest of the pitcher. Yeah. And then I start asking for more beer. And I realize this is suddenly my trigger. When I start asking for beer, I enjoy drinking. Yeah. 
but I don't know how to stop it necessarily a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So once I start feeling good, I want to drink more. So I start asking for more. And that's when you know that I've had more than I should have. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> when you can't stop. Right. <laughs> or when won't I, stop. I when, I, when I won't stop is, is the point where I've probably had more than I'm comfortable with having. And I should have recognized it, right? Because we're sitting in one spot and we're hot. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily feeling anything. And then yeah. I've got to get up and get a glass of water or something. I'm like, holy cow. Yeah. And then I start asking for more beer. And I'm like, okay. This is how I know. Like in the future, I'm going to know my cutoff limit where I should probably stop to keep it mellow. Is is where you start requesting when more I, beer. When I start requesting more beer. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's put the brakes I love on. The, I love the complete 180 you have to do in order to... In order, you know, it's like, Mike says he wants more beer. Well, that means he doesn't want more beer. That means he shouldn't have more beer. <laughs> yeah. It means he wants more beer. It means he shouldn't have more beer. Yeah, that's So, you, you know, you go sit out in the park for an hour and just kind of chill out and yeah. then everything's cool again, but... Had I had that IPA, because what I really wanted to have, I was drinking the Pilsner with my wife, yeah, because that's what she wanted. But what I really wanted was uh, Icicles. IPA is terrific. It's a really good IPA. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. What I really wanted was the IPA before I left Leavenworth. So I'm like, let's go get another pitcher of the IPA this time. And she's yeah. like, nah, yeah. you're cool, man. You don't need any more. Let's get up and, yeah, okay. <laughs> she knows well enough. <laughs> She knows well, well enough. I think I know what my trigger is for drinking too much, which is where I get the microphones plugged into the mixer. <laughs> it's being at my house. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Last God night, forbid. They came over for dinner yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, about, we drank, uh, I think, a growler and like a couple of these. And uh, after that, his wife started going, hmm, hmm. Yeah, I start getting like, this. I'm just going to finish this one. I start getting this. <laughs> That's like the... You get the sign. Yeah. Thank yeah. God we all got wives. Who knows what kind yeah, of actually, wreck, train wreck we'd be without I would. I probably would have kept going, and then I would have ended up... Because we had to get back. We had to leave around 8 or 8.30, yeah. and, you know, so Deanne... Kidney yeah. the car. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. It is actually nice to have somebody sitting there going, you know actually what time it is and how much you've actually already had to drink, right? Uh, oh, thank God yeah. we have wives. My wife would never say, don't drink too much. <laughs> Because she's the first one to drink too much, really. <laughs> and then on top of that, I'm like, God, I have to control myself so I can, I can, can at times control myself. I don't know and then if I've ever times seen, where I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't know if I've ever seen her over overdoing it. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me like I'm an alien. Uh, apparently, you just think that's how my wife is. <laughs> she well, then she doesn't show it. She doesn't. She doesn't let on very well. <laughs> You mean like we oh, all love you? Absolutely. Uh, yes. I'm gonna jot this down as a she potential cut. To these anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay. My wife does not support anything I do. So, <laughs> but no, uh, she just doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, Deanne's funny though. She's like she is super lightweight with alcohol. You know, she it takes one. You know, just the smallest. She drank amount. most of that bottle of uh, rosé yesterday. Yeah. Except for uh, she left yeah. like a half a glass yesterday. Yeah. But I mean, uh, my wife had one glass out of that bottle, and then she drank the rest. So. Yeah. So like we always we'll 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 be here at night sometime we'll open up like a like a big bottle of something and we'll pour it and she'll be like you know she'll have some and I'll have some and hers will take forever and she'll get down she'll get down to like maybe a quarter of her glass when I've already gone through three or four glasses and it, and then it's like then she's passed out on the couch yeah <laughs> she needs to spend more time with our wives cuz yeah yeah <laughs> get, yeah my my wife um I think after you guys left I may have had two beers mhm because I did not want to get trashed, even though I, I woke up this morning, I'm like, fuck. If we could have stayed later, that's I'd have probably had a couple more, too. Probably yeah, I had like two more beers, and then I was pretty much done. I just drank water for the rest of the night, but my yeah. wife just kept going. Yeah? Yeah. 
<laughs> she had me make her another gin and See, tonic. I think that's cool. I think that's cool. Like I, have, so. like I said, I have a wife who passes out with like half a glass of something. And it's not cool when they don't want to be carried to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you? But they need to, to be. But then they need to be carried to bed. Well, yeah. because yeah. you know you because, want to take advantage. I said no, 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 no. I completely understand that. But I have learned consent rules. You know, in the last year or two, I've figured out what consent means. If the wife. Asks for tea, but she can't necessarily enjoy the tea. You don't give her the tea. But at the same point, <laughs> um, yeah, I have a question. What's I have tea? the I have the same question. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to raise my hand. And... Well, uh, yeah, uh, you know this, this this is the there. If you go online and you look for yeah. the tea conversation, you'll you'll find the tea yeah. conversation. This is how I actually tea. figured out what I like: jasmine or like green well, tea. It's what Mike's talking about. Is somebody came up with a uh, metaphor. For how to tell when when no consent. means no consent, consent. yeah, it's and, all about that. And, and yes means yes. I I found it kind of silly to be honest. I mean, it was it was basically just replacing the the whether or not you can. It, it didn't really illuminate anything. It was just it just substituted. Can we have sex with? Do you want some tea? Right. Well, for me, <laughs> was, for me, it was very illuminating. Why didn't they do that? I know. I really. It sounds really stupid. Why I don't did, you just say? Um, I, I think the point was to think of it in terms of something more innocuous, as in just a cup of tea. You wouldn't push a cup of tea on someone because oh, you I want would. them. To God drink. damn it! Even, I know you're going to take this tea whether you like it. Even or not. if they asked for the tea, <laughs> I would never do that for sex. They, but they, tea, God damn right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like the tea thing, and it made a lot of sense to yeah. me. So if the wife doesn't want tea, or even if she asks for tea. But I know that I can't pour the tea down her gullet. She's not getting any tea from so me. So she can't fit the tea in her mouth. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. If the tea's <laughs> if the tea's just going to drool out of her mouth after it's in there, uh-huh. she probably didn't really. You know, yeah. tomorrow she can have tea. So, <laughs> if she really wants. Well, tea, if you serve someone tea and they don't month. drink it, right. then yeah, you know they probably shouldn't be had. Right. Shouldn't have had tea. So, this is going to make my next cup of tea really a lot different. Than so all I was trying to get at is she's going to be mad at me if I let her sleep on the floor. She'll be like, "Why didn't yeah. you bring me to bed?" So yeah. sometimes. Why didn't you bring? Because you didn't want to. <laughs> you told me no, it, and you didn't want the tea, so I didn't bring you to bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love the logic behind that. You said you didn't want any tea, so I just put you in bed. <laughs> no, it didn't even bring you to bed. The heck with you. Yeah, you can get drunk, pass tea? out on the couch. See, the thing I don't understand about that metaphor is how you. do you drink the tea when you're getting fucked? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense. You're going to spill it all over the place? It doesn't make sense. Well, well it's, straw, it's better. Straw and a lid. Straw and a lid. Good idea. There we go. So, there you got go. your Starbucks cup with the straw <laughs> in it. <laughs> Bobbing up and down and up and down and splish. There we go. We have, we have ooh, ooh. This out. You can get one of those helmets with the beer things yeah. and the straws. Con- consent has go. now changed. There you go. Yeah. Consent is a completely different game with right. a cup with a lid and a straw. Now well, I that's just find... that's just smart protection. That's no, all I'm saying. Yeah. Now I want to find one of those discussion forums where people are seriously discussing if you didn't that splash and leave, <laughs> that in there. If you didn't splash and leave any evidence, did it really happen? If the cops can't prove it happened because there was no evidence left, it didn't happen. If they come in with the blue light and they don't see any evidence of tea. Then tea didn't happen. <laughs> Wait a minute, how did the tea get on the ceiling? But this it... mic smells delicious. <laughs> Back to the mic sniffing. <laughs> I would love to know what you're smelling in that mic because uh, I, it's. And this tea has been brought to you by Beer Plus Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time Beer Plus Three asks you if you want tea, just say yes. Dave, just say yes. yes. Da- Dave, just say, say yes, yes to the tea. That's right, Dave. I can't do that, Dave. <laughs>
I'm sorry, Dave. Oh, so oh I'm getting boy. the sense that the uh, that the uh, ending music is now playing. Under the the, the, the podcastery <laughs> is now uh, ending. Yeah, but uh, check out the movie jerks. Moviejerks.ca. You can hear our discussion about uh, just Google spa- them. You'll find them. Space Hunter in the Forbidden Zone and Cherry Two Thousand. Two movies that I very near and dear to me now. Yeah, Love them absolutely, both. absolutely. We'll cut in some of it, I think, into our episode so you get a little bit of a uh, flavor for what the conversation. We'll, we'll please, see what happens there. Please, yeah. please check it out. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, JP Fournier, Fournier, and uh, Sean, Sean Gramiak. Yep. Sean yeah. Gramiak and uh, two great guys. Uh, if you can see him, uh, apparently they're both comedians. They're professional comedians. Yeah, and uh, as soon as they come well, to your town, please go see them. Yeah, uh, and all of our all of our Canadian listener out there, um, all of our Canadian listener. <laughs> well, I really hope they make it to Vancouver or someplace close I, so we, we can hook up so with too. them. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Love to sit and talk movies with them and just hang yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, it'll be a good time. Anyway, signing off. Yeah. Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. I once tried to talk someone into giving me a hand job while on a road trip. Didn't work out too well for me. Turns out the cop had pulled me over for speeding, and nothing else. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael Zamora, and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, it's awesome. No, but you guys are welcome to talk about it. Well, Have you just, seen the latest episode? I, I am. It is incredibly beautiful and awesome. Lots let's, of people let's, die. Let's talk about it. Well, um... tits with a chance of dragons. <laughs> My favorite description <laughs> of that show ever. <laughs> I don't know who said it. It was like Duncan Trussell or somebody. I saw a little. There's a really cool roundtable on YouTube that the producers of uh, Game of Thrones did. It's called the Fallen, um, fa- the Fallen Roundtable. And what they did at the end of season four is every main character who died, they got them together in a room and they and they just had like a half hour discussion with them. And it's the oh, that's awesome! Thing it is awesome. I'm gonna have to watch that. You have to did share you know, that link. That sh- yeah, I will. Um, the uh, did you know they don't? Act, you know how most shows they'll they'll tell the actor prior. You know they'll say, well, yeah, we got some bad news. They don't do it with Game of Thrones. I guess they distribute the scripts that's and when they, they just find start out. reading, and it's like, oh crap. I'm dead. <laughs> it's like there's no ceremony about it. There's no, you know, it's just, you know, uh, yeah. So, and uh, one of the, the guy who played um, Tywin Lannister, apparently he hasn't read the book, so he had no idea. And one of the fans came up a few, you know, before a few of the episodes prior, and he goes, he goes, oh, you know, you're dying soon, right? <laughs> and he goes, no, I didn't actually know Charles that. Dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's incredible. He's awesome. Yeah, he said he found out a couple episodes prior to uh, to that. From a fan telling him, you know, and he was like, "No, I really didn't know that was going to happen." He goes, "That's funny." He goes, "How does it happen?" He goes, "Oh, Tyrion shoots you while you're on the toilet." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I guess that's a good way to go out." They certainly <laughs> did. They did a very good job with that. I was that like, was Ugh. really good. And then seeing uh, 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 the the dwarf sit down with the uh, with Khaleesi, 
that was pretty awesome. That, that's ahead of the books now. Yeah, no. they finally skipped ahead. What's really weird though is um, Daenerys's storyline is actually behind the books, and uh, Tyrion's is ahead of the book, and mm-hmm. they just sort of merged them. Yeah. Despite that, there there's something really freaking cool going to happen with Daenerys in the next episode. They show a quick flash of it right at the end of the trailer. No, I didn't watch it. I don't watch yeah. this because it gives away too much. Yeah, but it's um, it's awesome. It was like no, but the happened. battle at the end of this last one. Yeah, I've oh my god, I've only up through. I would have done three. that a little bit different, but uh, yeah. and, other than like the end where the white is doing this and then all the people get up. Yeah, yeah, I would have yeah. done that a little bit different, but it was absolutely amazing. It was Let's beautiful. save that because I know I'll, um, that'll be a good thing to talk about because I know a lot of Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones fans. It's Game of Thrones hated it's Game that of Thrones. moment, and I don't understand it. So I'll let you explain it. There's maybe. boobs and dragons. <laughs> so I'm ready to go if you guys are. Um, Mechaleka, maybe. <clears throat> can we pour a beer first? Oh, absolutely. Let's get beer out here. How can we be a Mimosa Plus Three podcast? <laughs> All of a sudden, this turned into uh, uh, freaking Golden Girls or, or Sex in the City now. Should we talk about shoes for the next half hour? There you go. If we ever talk our wives into taking our place for an episode, that's what This is what I got, brand new. Saison de cochon, farmhouse saison. It looks yummy. I tried to get a low ABV here, and then the other one's a little more. This is Uprising Upright Brewery. It's number six. It's a... Dark rye saison. Saison. We're drinking good today. Yeah. Mechaleka. <laughs> I wish I had a song lined up for us. But well, I just off Mac- the top of your head. Mechaleka high. Make a hand job in the cario. Make a drive across the desert. Make her ah. go to Leavenworth, oh. Mechaleka high. Make a hiney ho. Ho, ho, ho. I didn't see Santa Claus. Let's get set and go. Nice. Very nice.